913 KBCS, this is Fiduma Ali. Pearl Harbor was bombed in December 1941. Between that day and just over three months later, when the first Japanese Americans were incarcerated in camps, a curfew was imposed on Japanese Americans and Japanese living in the U.S. Also, items like radios, trucks, cameras, and other items owned by Japanese Americans were confiscated by the U.S. government. Next is an excerpt with Dencho Project Executive Director Tom Ikeda, where he reflects on a particularly memorable interview with the late Henry Miyatake, a local Japanese activist known for his efforts in obtaining redress for Japanese-American incarceration. Miyatake reflects on befriending a Polish student during middle school in the academic year Pearl Harbor was bombed, and he and his family was incarcerated by the U.S. government. One man in particular I interviewed, uh, Henry Miyatake, who was attending, you know, at that point they called it Washington Junior High School. And he talked about how much he believed in the United States and the Constitution. And so after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, you know, as people were grumbling, oh, we have to be careful. He said, oh, no, you know, this country would never do that. And when he was at Washington Junior High School, there was a new student that came to Washington Junior High School. And he was a Polish Jew whose family had just fled Europe with the rise of, of Nazism and the persecution of Jews. And so his family was able to escape that. And so he was at Washington Junior High School. And after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, he and, and Henry were friends. And he would tell Henry, oh, something bad's going to happen to you people. And Henry said, oh, this is America. It won't happen. And you know, this Polish Jew said, no, something Something bad's going to happen to you. And the two of them you know, took a wood shop together. And Henry talked about how he made this beautiful wood suitcase. And he had this beautiful you know, wood grain, and it was polished. And, and as he was doing this, you know, word came out about the removal of Japanese Americans from Bainbridge Island, the first community. And the Polish Jew told Henry, you know, they're going to take all of you. And and at this point, Henry was, you know, thinking, okay, that may be the case. And he thought, well, I have the suitcase I'm going to use. And then the Polish Jew said, paint it black. It's too beautiful. And Henry was taken back. So why would I paint this beautiful piece? You know, I worked so hard. You know, the wood grain, I, I selected just for that. And he said, paint it black. You don't want it to bring any attention to you. And so Henry did that. And then pretty soon, you know, word in Seattle came out that, okay, they're going to now take Japanese Americans. And the uh, Polish Jew helped him put a false bottom in it. So he said, you know, you're going to need that because you're going to have to hide things. And uh, so he did that. And then the last day, uh, when they were, you know, at Washington Junior High School, you know, Henry talked about, you know, as, you know, the last day for Japanese Americans there. And, you know, they, were, they knew they were leaving, but nothing was said. The Polish Jew, his English wasn't very good, but he actually stood up in front of the class and told the class, you know, what's happening to his friends was why he had to leave Poland. You know, what was happening in Seattle and America was no different than what happened to, was happening in Europe. And, you know, Henry re remembered that because, you know, he never believed that that could happen in America. And it took someone outside to really show him or, or see more clearly what was going on. And so it was such a powerful story. It was all around this, this suitcase that, that Henry you know, built and how 
you know, in some ways, it was a metaphor in terms of how he had to change uh, recognizing what was happening to Japanese Americans. That was Denchil Project Executive Director Tom Ikeda speaking with KBCS Yuko Tadama about his interview with the late Japanese internment redress activist Henry Miyatake. Stories like this are possible due to the support of listeners like you. You can listen to more stories like these on kbcs.fm by clicking on the news tab or by subscribing to our news stories at KBCS on your source for podcasts.